three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wildey, Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher, live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. This is Wildey and Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Friday edition. The Tausch, I had a cup of mud again with my buddy Tony. You're going to start having to change your opinion of me living in my basement all the time. Edition. But probably not. The Mason Crosby scheduled to appear edition. The Joe Thomas Pro Football Hall of Famer scheduled to appear edition. And the breaking news, messing up Jesse's plan for the show edition of Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, and of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wildey in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson's in the ESPN Madison studios and from his undisclosed location. The man who makes it all happen. He is our Aaron Jones. Our best weapon. Yeah? No? Maybe. What is he? He's not our Aaron Rodgers. He's not a complicated fella. Whatever he is, he's a Packers Hall of Famer. He's Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I got a question before we get into Aaron Jones and everything else. Uh-oh. Uh, Jason, you've never really been in a, a team. Well, that's not true. You have been. I don't know how many Zooms and other meetings you set up. I don't know how that works with you. You usually are in the locker room, and that's how you organize your stuff. But, Jesse, let's say we had you had a meeting set with the uh, – Let's just call him the head honcho, the big dog. Ruff, ruff. Yeah, that's good job, Stella. Uh, and you have an appointment set, and it's for 2.30 Uh-oh. yesterday afternoon. Okay. okay. Yep. Everything's good. And then this person's admin slash, uh, is that what it is, an admin kind of the scheduler, just doesn't even really shoot an email just says it's at 4 30 now it's switched and the calendar invite comes out and i can't do 4 30 and i click decline mm-hmm. then the head honcho texts you at 4 45 and said where are you and i didn't have my phone oh no. what do you think oh no i did not because i declined i thought that was good enough uh-huh. Did I need – tell me where I went wrong on this, because obviously nobody wants to 
irritate the head honcho. Yeah. Correct. Uh, this this sounds like uh, it's multi-layered. So, all right. Multi-layered well, Break cake. it down for me. I, mm. I completely sound multi-layered think it's to karma's... Me. I think it's Carmen's fault. I mean, I think it's the head honcho's fault. Whoa. <laughs> I don't well, wait think a minute. it's this anything my to answer. do with me. So tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me what I could have done differently. All right. Uh, I believe, first of all, bad job not communicating that the time of the meeting had changed until five minutes before it, if that's exactly what So you're happened. blaming Craig. A little, okay, little I'm bit. With you. There's, so there's definitely some fault there. There should be some communication beyond a team's invite if it's a last-minute change of the plan in the calendar. There's no doubt about that. So that And warrants... you, just to be clear, Tausch, you do not have a chief of staff like he does. Uh, no chief of well. I, I mean, mean, you've got Sarah. I kind of. Yeah, but she. This is more. It's an unpaid position. So yeah, it was. um, You know, scheduled for two thirty. I was ready to roll. I would have been happy to do it at two thirty, and then the day before, I got a switcherooski. Oh wait a minute. To four thirty, and I just went. Wait, day before decline. It wasn't like five minutes before the meeting. This is the day before it it got changed. No, no, no. So I was supposed to have a conversation yesterday about two thirty. Uh, Wednesday, I got an email that switched it. I declined that on my calendar. That was what I thought, well, then we'll just reschedule later. I got no other correspondence, and then, bam, I get a note last night. Hey, I'm still waiting, blah, 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 kind of. And, and I'm like, well, I, I, I can't. I, could, I never committed to a 430 meeting. Hmm. Where am I at? Did did you when you declined the invite to the new meeting? Did you put in the little comment section at the bottom? No, can't make it. I gotta go pretend no, I'm golfing like, or something like that. Just like I didn't, as I accepted the two thirty meeting and put it on a calendar, I didn't say, "Oh, looking forward to seeing you." Too. I just, "Hey, I'm gonna be there at two thirty. I'll be there. I don't miss meetings. It's not what I do." And then, bam. It changes, which I understand. Everybody's schedule is different. But, sure. I no, I didn't put an addendum and give, like, a bibliography of what was going on. I, no, I just can't make it. It's the second straight day we've had a bibliography reference, which is pretty sweet. Uh, all right, I'm Team Tausch on this. Now, I do have to ask. When I you like click, that you're going against the boss. I, I like am. That. Yeah. So, and, and, and to be fair to him, uh, our company has grown exponentially. I know he's got a lot on his plate. I don't get to talk to him as much as I would like to. Basically, we talk during the commercial break between my first and second segments on Sunday Karma now. But I love Craig. I understand he's got a lot on his plate. He does have a chief of staff, unlike you, who sort of does, but Sarah doesn't have that title. But here's the question I have. When you click decline on a meeting, what exactly happens? Because... The whole point know. of that message is to confirm or deny that you'll be attending the meeting. So after you click decline, does yeah. Tim, his chief of staff, get a notification or whoever his chief of staff is nowadays? There you go. <laughs> now i got to put everybody's business on the street. It's not Tim, but okay. Does does. Chief of Staff. New you haven't Tim talked to later. Carmi in a while, does, huh? does new Tim. Hey, you haven't talked, you haven't talked to Carmi in a while. Well, I certainly haven't talked to Tim in a while, apparently. So... 
does that person get a notification back then that yes. Tausch has declined I don't know. the visit? You, you get an email that says Tausch declined the invite. So I feel yeah, like I you did your part. Now, I would also add no. that you and I both have the relationship with Craig where you probably could have taken the extra step of sending a text and say, hey, I just got the rescheduled time. That doesn't Clutter. work for me. No, not clutter. Could've. We don't want to add clutter to people's C lives. No, you don't could've. want to clutter up li lives. When you well, in no. this instance, it would have solved everything, this piece of clutter. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I don't understand. But, yeah, I if feel you like replied, I'm... you should be in the clear, is my point. Yeah, I Very am completely simple. in the clear. I did not sweat. I, normally, if you know you got the head honcho and you stand him up, you feel bad. I didn't. I felt like I had made myself available I understand he's a very busy person. I don't want to waste his time. But when I hit that decline button, I felt as if, whoop, we're good. And I still feel that way. I think if you're in that 24-hour range for a reschedule or a straight-on schedule of some type, if you can't make it, it doesn't hurt to put in the little comment box, can't make it, busy making dinner. Or can't make it. Busy making nobody dinner. uses going that bowling. Box. No, I Jesse, always use the nobody, comment box because then nobody you know, uses that comment because then it nobody. clarifies in the message to uh, new Tim. It it clarifies <laughs> that oh Tausch not only did Tausch decline but it also says can't make it going bowling. And then, hey, you oh, know what else okay. says can't make it? You know what else <laughs> says can't make it? Decline. Uh, what? What do we? You know why people can't stand uh, bureaucratic office politics oh, or whatever you want to call Mr. it, Mr. Red Tape? You over start there. over meeting and you over you you make things more complicated by sending well this, but then this or this. Just be concrete with it. No, I can't make it. Bam. And if you want an explanation, I'll talk to you about it. But All boom. Right. So boom. Uh, I, I I do want to give uh, credit where it's due to Tausch on this one. I used to be over-explainer guy. No, I can't. I'm driving to ballet or whatever it might be. I have I have nixed that. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. How about no, this day? Yeah. Correct. I, I, amen to you, brother. I couldn't agree with you Boy, more. I have to admit, I thought both of you were going to suckle and Kind of go away from me and go suckle. suckle. You want yeah. suckle Suck there? Suckle at the power teat. I thought that's where you guys were going to go. And to Jason's credit, I knew Jesse was going to go Team Carmi. I knew it. Jason, the right team. kudos to you. We're going to have a good show today. I feel good about this now. So my favorite part of this is so uh, Tony and I, uh, having our coffee at Caribou, uh, asks me, all right, I know you've got the Rodgers stuff to talk about. Do you talk about the Bucks or the Brewers or what else do you talk about? Uh, big the Bucks season? day yesterday. Uh, I'm yeah. nervous. Nervous. Uh-oh. Uh, uh -oh. uh, if you missed Jesse's Sports Center, Giannis left yesterday's game yeah, with I a didn't like, right I didn't wrist like that he sprain. Didn't like it. This is why we don't play people in a bunch of games, and people are disappointed when that player doesn't play. But they're even more disappointed when that player gets hurt. But that's for later in the program. Uh, and I said, a lot of times, you just never know what you're going to get with Tausch. Does soap clean itself? Uh, I stole a guy's parking spot. Was I in the wrong? I said, it's one of my favorite things about the job. It also is a challenge because I never know quite where he's going to go. 
And to be honest, didn't quite know that today I was going to be put in a position where I had either side with you or side with the founder and CEO of the company. But I call them like I see them. And the decline should be sufficient. Totally agree. It, yeah, we're all on the same page except for Jesse. The decline is sufficient if the meeting is two weeks away. The decline is not sufficient if it's a reschedule on 24 hours notice. Again, I ask you, then what's the point of giving you the the click decline option if it's not going to notify the person and they're not going yeah, to act on it? By the way, it? I didn't get any note as far as why it was rescheduled from 2.30. It had the chief of staff sent me a side note and said, hey, blah, blah, blah. He's got blah, blah, blah until 4.30. I would have still declined, but I would have at least, oh, that's great. But I just got a whoop. Hey, we got to change this, which I get. I so would, th- so yep. your argument is just bunk. I would also Jesse say that's bunk. on New Tim. New Tim should have said that new Tim. at some point, uh, 2.30 is out. Can you make 4.30? That could have been uh, communicated outside of the I don't know if this is invite. New Tim. I think this is, I think this is more Craig. I think this is more Craig than it's new Tim. Um, my, I, I I would I would say this. Not every like, much like uh, Bob Harlan versus Mark Murphy. Uh, one who avoids me and one who doesn't. Um, one answered his own phone. One doesn't. Right. One did his yeah. job one way. Yeah. Another doesn't. In Craig's case, we have both known him such a long time. You probably could have texted him, but For again. Sure. You did yep. the decline because that was the proper channel that you had sent yeah, to you. The etiquette, in all honesty, the etiquette worked out perfectly for everybody. I feel bad that well, except for some of Craig's well, except time. for Craig because he was waiting. For, well, yeah, but the etiquette, the protocol was followed by everybody but Craig. That's why I said I'm not putting it on Craig's chief of staff. I'm putting it on Craig. That's why that's the way the flow chart worked. I think it was all done by the books. So, a little inner office politic talk this morning to start the show. Um, so, next, we'll talk about Aaron Jones taking a pay cut to stay with the Green Bay Packers <laughs> we and getting some guaranteed get, money up front. We finally get some Packers news that's not Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And we go a totally different way to start the show than what everybody's uh, well, doing Aaron here. Jones, whoa, whoa. Aaron Jones decided to not hit the decline. They ended up putting some notes in. This is such a reach. Knock it off. Maybe a little bit. You know, it's not a reach. Join the the Nari Show. And the Nari Show is this weekend. It's over at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, Friday through Sunday. And you know what? If you schedule an appointment between Friday and Sunday over at Pella at the Nari Show, did we figure out where? Just no, I, I'm going to text Gina right now. I want to know if she's I think in. it's between, yeah, it's like 200. I'm going to guess between 206 and 401. It's in that category. But you can win and get your name into a drawing and save $1,500 off of the replacement window or door project that you need to get done to save all that money. Because, as I've been telling you all month, costs are going up. Egg prices are insane. Insane. Uh, it's higher than ground beef, which is still blows my mind. But Pella Windows and Doors will help you save all of that. Again, this weekend, Friday through Sunday, stop in, see Gina and the great team, and get eligible if you schedule an appointment to save that $1,500. Go to Pella 
or you can visit PelletWI.com. Again, the deal, lock in those prices. By February 28th, you get 0% interest for 48 months. PelletWI.com. All right, the uh, text is in to Gina Della. I will let you know if she's in Section uh, 385 through 407 at Wisconsin State Fair Park Exhibition Hall. Uh, We'll see if we can get an answer on that. Uh, The Packers got an answer from Aaron Jones, who was scheduled to make $16 million in base salary this year. That was never going to happen, which left him with a choice. Do I... Move on, Packers cut me, and I go try to find employment elsewhere, or do I take less, get some money guaranteed, and spend the 2023 season with the Green Bay Packers? If you haven't heard what he chose, we'll tell you next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Oh, snap! Wildey and Tausch trivia contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh, Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do, experience Oh Snap Pickled Veggies. Oh Snap! decline on his meeting if Goody had simply sent over to Aaron Jones and Drew Rosenhaus you're scheduled to make 16 million dollars this year in unguaranteed base salary we're going to pay you 11 million with 8.5 million guaranteed in the form of a signing bonus that we can spread out over the next couple of years. Will you accept or decline? Aaron Jones could have clicked decline and become a free agent because he would have been released, apparently. He clicked accept. I know it's a good thing, in my opinion, that he's still on the Green Bay Packers roster because moving on from your most explosive offensive weapon two consecutive years seems like bad business and might lead to you being moved on from in the subsequent years. But what if he had clicked decline and become a free agent? Would he have made $11 million this year on some other team? I'm thinking the way running backs get paid nowadays, no, he would not have. So I think he made the right decision. Aaron Jones back. 11 million instead of 16 million. Some guaranteed money up front, 8.52 million, according to Adam Schefter. Tausch, did he make the right decision? Yeah, it, it's just really smart by, I think, Aaron Jones and his team to understand where he's at. Uh, he got the big contract, 20 million guaranteed a couple of years ago, and you all knew that it was a two year deal. And now he's sitting there, Correct. and I think you look at this. And you could say, I need to be the highest paid running back. I need to get where Ezekiel Elliott was, which is about $15 million a year. That uh, Ego could have gotten in the way. Mm-hmm. And I think Aaron Jones and his team looked at the big picture, understood, A, he's able to do a lot of stuff in Green Bay, off the field and some of the other things. And the market maybe would not have been where 
he would be running backs are now there is going to be a glut of running backs on the market. I think Aaron Jones has proven to be an explosive playmaker, and his value here was always going to be stronger than it would be somewhere else. The Packers understand Aaron Jones. They have A.J. Dillon with him. Uh, They have a nice little mix, and Aaron Jones has proven to be an elite player at his position. He's still being paid at a very nice clip, but he didn't try to squeeze every last nickel out of the Green Bay Packers, and I think in the long run, both parties will be will be very happy with how this thing has played out. The thing is, I, from a, I actually think it's great from the from an Aaron Jones standpoint. From the Packers standpoint, you had to at least be thinking with all of the other stuff you have going on, and if you want to go and get that big time receiver, you had to be thinking: Do I really want to put? 11 or 12 million dollars into a running back spot not many teams are doing that you're seeing teams continue to wear people out with their first four and five years and then draft someone and plug and play that person and then use the neck because i haven't seen any running backs when they've gotten to that near 30 and on the other side of it it has not been good for the team Uh, You could go through the list. Christian McCaffrey got the big deal in Carolina. He was hurt, and then they traded him, fortunately found someone that would give up some stuff. But the list goes on. Zeke Elliott, the Cowboys wouldn't give him that deal again. Uh, You could go through and basically say, nope, 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 nope. But in Green Bay's case, because he is their best offensive player, I think it was the right move, and especially the fact that they could work it where his cap number is manageable and they can get out from under it if that slippage does occur, even though I don't think anyone's seen any signs of that. He looks as explosive as he's ever been. Um, we'll talk more about this a little bit later in the program since we're scheduled to be joined by Mason Crosby momentarily, uh, a guy who took a pay cut himself and then earned it all back uh, after a down season a few years ago. Um do you think, and I just want you to ponder this, because I spent some time with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning, and I Gabe kind of feels like they have not gotten enough of a return on their investment on $31 million, which is what they'll have played, paid Aaron Jones over these three seasons, 21, 22, and 23. Do you feel that way? Just when I ask no, you that, I yes think no? they've. Yeah, look at his production. Uh, his production's been really good. And $31 million, when you add up the cap over three years, what is that, maybe 2% of the cap over that when you start adding up 190, 212, and whatever the numbers Correct. would be? Yeah. He has been incredibly productive. I would disagree with Gabe. Now, if you want to mention postseason and the fact that he's put the pill on the ground too much, fair criticism. As yeah. far as production from Aaron Jones, maybe he hasn't been as consistent as you'd But want. is that because of him or how he's utilized? Great question. I thought Matt LaFleur could have utilized him a lot more, especially with the yeah. deficiencies this offense had last year. Aaron Jones should have been spotlighted a lot more than he was. Totally agree. We can circle back to Aaron Jones a little bit later in the program because among the cavalcade of great guests we have scheduled for today. It is Packers kicker 
Mason Crosby scheduled to appear next. I want to remind you before Mason joins us that you should shop Steinhoffel's biggest President's Day sale ever today through Monday. You can relax with new furniture and a free Theragun Prime Deep Tissue Massager. Sounds like something you could use, Tausch. When you spend over $3,999 plus, you'll take an extra $100 off your purchase of $1,999 or more, and you can shop great bonus buys like a Beautyrest Queen mattress for just $399. Plus, with Steinhoffel's 72-month financing, you can buy now and pay over six years. So don't miss Steinhoffel's biggest President's Day sale going on now in-store and online at steinhoffels.com. Mason Crosby scheduled to appear next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. And if you want So we have this commercial on ESPN Madison. Where they talk about a sprinter van. And Pretzel I, in one hand. And no, not that uh, commercial. Slurpee. And no, that one's, that one's mine. Uh, for Goodman's <laughs> Jewelers. Uh, no, they're talking about a sprinter van. And every time I hear it, I think of Mason and Molly and the kids. Because they've got a big family, and I think they have a van. It's not down by the river. Hey, you got a bus. I think they got a Maybe. bus. Maybe. We'll ask him. No, I think it is. But they're, they are uh, among our favorites, and part of the uh, Mason Crosby family joins us. The patriarch of it. Packers kicker, or free agent kicker, it pains me to say. He's still a Packer kicker right now. Uh, yeah, a couple more weeks. Three more weeks. Technically. Yeah. It is Mason Crosby on Wilde Tausch. Mason, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, good morning. Yeah, don't don't jump the gun yet there. You're just a little ahead of it. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Free agent to be. I, believe, I think you know me well enough to know I am not in any way trying to get rid of you. I barely have any guys left that are my guys. I can't lose you, too. I hear you. I hear you. But uh, yeah, I heard your van comment, and so yeah, I was I was cruising in that thing this morning, dropping kids off at school. So uh, we got we can get nine people in there, you know, very easily. How many offensive Mace, linemen your, though? Four. We could get four offense. Mace, well, we have, what is got, the we best? Got four captains' chairs. They're really nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can hey, watch a what's movie the back best there. feature? What's your best feature back there? You got TVs, you got a bar. You know what? What's the what's the what's your best setup in that van? Well, yeah, we do have a TV, so that's pretty nice. And uh, you know, we have internet uh, through it, so we can stream. You know, all the Apple TV stuff to all the kids. You know, things I can watch. You know, I can watch games back there if uh, you know if I was cruising around and uh, doing stuff. I think I've watched. I think I watched a uh, one of the soccer matches. Uh, during the World Cup, um, Molly was driving, and I popped back there with the kids because the, the game nice. was on. So, yeah, you know, you can you can do all the little things, and then 
You, know, you have the mood lighting back there as well. So, you know, we put Ooh. on the lights. I did. I did. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, wait, and yeah, then is nice. there is there a well-stocked refrigerator with juice boxes and orange slices and that sort of thing too for all the kids? No, you know we don't uh, we don't want them crushing that stuff while we're driving. So you know they they make a mess already. So we uh, we try to limit those things. All right. Well, speaking of messes, uh, the Packers salary cap situation is kind of a mess. They, <laughs> they what man- a transition! Thank wow. you. I'm a, I'm yeah. a professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 Aaron Jones reworking his existing contract. He will be back next year. Again, I am not in any way pushing you out the door. We talked after the Detroit game. You made it very clear to me and the others around you that you plan on continuing to play and you're not going to retire. Uh, if nothing has changed on that front, what comes next for you? Because I think you know that at least the folks on this panel are very, very, very hopeful that you'll be sticking around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, you know, I'm still, yeah, still in that same mindset. I'm uh, like I, I told you guys there. I'm heading, uh, heading into workout right now, and just uh, feel like I have a, yeah, kind of a good plan uh, this off season. You know, it was, it was tough. You know, last year with had surgery right there in July. Um, you know, just getting my, my legs and my body back. Um, you know, in time to, you know, make it to the start of the season and then just kind of the grind that that was. So, uh, you know, feel feel very thankful, happy that, honestly, I had the season I had, um, you know, with just some of the, you know, the stuff that I was dealing with on a weekly basis with my <laughs> with my legs. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, just have a real focus to, you know, to really get that stuff strong and back and 100% so uh, you know, I can even be a better version of myself for next year. But, yeah, I mean, I saw that Aaron. Yeah, Aaron did his uh, restructure this uh, this week, and that kind of seems to you know. There's probably going to have to be a few more of those. Uh, it looks like to to be able to get us under that cap, even with the you know the new number that that came out this year. So, Mace, what have you noticed as you've gotten a little bit older? Uh, the body and your training. Have you changed how your your approaches? Are you sticking? Is your approach the same as it? was five years ago as far as trying to get ready for the next season? Uh, no, definitely, yeah, it definitely changes. And I think it's, you know, it changes on a yearly basis, even if you're not dealing with uh, an injury or some, you know, some sort of recovery situation. But, um, you know, it was this year especially just, um, you know, be, to be able to get out there and, uh, and start kicking again, I had to kind of back off on some of the hardcore rehabilitation stuff on my on my leg, I felt like. So, um, yeah, just like kind of full disclosure on all that was just I felt like throughout the season I'm just trying to maintain strength and get you know keep that leg uh, going and you know I just noticed uh, you know honestly I was really happy with how I kicked at the end of the year uh, you know making a long field goal and doing all that because kind of after the season all the dust settled and everything I just uh, you know I could tell that you know my right leg had. Uh, you know, just had fatigued over the season and just had some, uh, you know, some strength that needed to be rebuilt. So for me, this off season's more of a real focus on, you know, more of a, like a PT recovery type situation, um, you know, and a rehabilitation type of workouts, uh, less like crazy load bearing, you know, <laughs> strength training, but uh, more functional work and just getting that fluidity back in, uh, in my body 
and making sure that you know that I can sustain another you know another season. Tausch, get ready for another incredible transition here. Speaking with Uh-oh. Mason Crosby Uh-oh. on Wilde and Tausch. Uh, speaking of rehabbing, the Packers rehabbed the kicking operation last season. <laughs> the holder. That was a good one. The log snapper. Well, he's a pro. Uh, he's yes, a pro. Uh-huh. I, I wish I could be as good as Greg Matzik. Uh, so the, the results followed, right? And And you were very open talking about the, the surgery and everything you dealt with and how challenging the season was. But the previous season was a challenge because it was an unfamiliar operation. I'm not dogging the guys that were involved in it, but you guys obviously got to a really good place with Pats and Jack and certainly with a new special teams coordinator in Rich Passaccia. How different was this season for you, not in terms of physically because you went through a lot there, but in terms of the operation and how much more comfortable and confident and consistent that was, even with Jack being a an undrafted rookie and really having to work through his growing pains himself as well. Yeah, let me, uh, yeah, I'll just start with, um, obviously, with Coach Passaccia coming in and, uh, you know, his his philosophy and his approach to special teams and how, uh, you know, how consistent and detailed he was in that space. I mean, the, the amount of accountability and, uh, you know, Towards each other, towards the team, uh, you know, towards coaches, you know, everything. It was just a consistent approach every day. And I think, um, you know, for me, I, I had a fire lit back in, you know, for all, anything that wasn't, you know, feeling good physically, like emotionally and like kind of competitively inside, I was definitely locked in and, and had a fire. And I think, uh, you know, that grind and that, that was something that really helped propel me through this season and have success and then yeah just talking about jack and pat um you know jack was was a great rookie he did a great job he was very uh you know he works really hard um all the stuff that people don't see you know the the film study the time that he spent in the building just making sure that he was as prepared as he possibly could to be i mean the guy never snapped punts long snapped in you know in college so right uh, the fact that he, you know, he did as well as he did, and uh, you know, is going to, you know, hopefully continue to make strides is, uh, you know, a testament to, to him as a person and as an athlete. And then, and then Pat, just uh, you know, can't say enough good things about about Pat. Um, kind of funny last off season, saw him at the NFLPA meetings. You know, it was right before free agency. Didn't know if he was going to go back to the Bears. We were kind of giving each other a hard time and all that, and. Then, Literally at the at the meetings, he he got a call from his agent said they were talking to the Packers, and then and then we started having some different conversations. It was kind of kind of funny how it all transitioned. I think you know it was like you know we we became we were we became frenemies you know for a moment there, and then and then became stepbrothers. Right. So uh, <laughs> you know it was it was pretty fun just to have that transition, have them come and. Yeah, live in our house, and uh, you know the kind of the few weeks or the time that you you know when you live with somebody like that, I feel like you get almost like a year worth of relationship um, in that in that quick time frame. So to be able to connect with him on that level, and uh, yeah, his consistency on a daily basis was just uh, was just awesome for me this year. So yeah, thankful for all those guys, and then just the way that our special teams played. Um, you know, I thought we had a 
you know, had an energy that we hadn't had in a long time, and that was uh, that was fun to be around. Yeah, I, I do. I owe you an apology because for as long as I've known you, until I saw that Step Brothers video that you guys did together, I didn't appreciate that you had a really good sense of humor. I don't know if I just never got to experience it myself, but that was good stuff. So kudos to you, and I'm sorry for not knowing how funny you are. Um, all right, well, I this... just feel like you always talk to me after a, like a missed kick or something. You always want to come. Yeah, that's what Wilde does. That, that yeah. heavy hitting stuff. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's only Just only time I talk to Mason is when he screwed up. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right, well, let me ask a couple of hard hitting questions so Tausch can get to his golf softballs. Then, uh, one, uh, your longtime teammate and friend and quarterback Aaron Rodgers has been very clear that if the Packers were to go into some rebuilding mode, he wants no part of that. My concern, as someone who would like to see you on the roster again is that if they go into rebuilding mode, you don't need a championship-level kicker. You can have a cheap kicker instead if you're going through the rebuilding process. How do you view the possibility of where this roster could be going and how that would affect you being back or not? Yeah, that is uh, that is high-level stuff. I mean, I, I don't think Thank it's you. any, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's any surprise that, like, I think a lot of this, a lot of decisions are going to hinge on what Aaron decides, you know. So I think we're all kind of in the, you know, in that mindset that, uh, you know, whatever Aaron decides here in the next, you know, few days, months, whatever, um, you know, is going to dictate a lot of what next year looks like. So uh, I think in kind of in my side of things, I I kind of agree with you on that part is, uh, you know, yeah, rebuild uh, is, is going to change kind of philosophy and approach. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, if Aaron, whatever he decides, uh, definitely influences where kind of where my path goes. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that, uh, that he has some clarity and, you know, has some, some insight into what he's wanting to do here, you know, sooner than later. And, um, yeah, for me, it's just uh, kind of wait and see. You know, I, it was crazy. I think three years ago Molly was telling me that I – I think I signed my extension three years ago on like the 22nd of February. So, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't, uh, I don't see any conversations happening at this moment, but, uh, whenever, when Aaron comes out of the, you know, the darkness retreat, we'll see if he has any, any answers on that. Okay. Well then I guess I won't say, Hey, we'll talk to you in five days when you sign another extension. All right. The other part <laughs> Mason would be this. Um, so l- let's hypothetically say, that Aaron does end up coming back to the Packers and saying, I, I, I do want to play, but I don't feel great about being here. Uh, I want to be traded. And he gets traded to the Jets or the Raiders or wherever it ends up being. Uh, he has spent 18 years in Green Bay. You have spent 16. Um, and if it were to come to you having to play somewhere else as well, I know uh, Big Mike down in Dallas could use a really reliable kicker. I know that, and I know you've got some ties to that state. But I try to picture Aaron in another uniform and the expectations that would come with that of a team seeing him as a savior, everything else, and I wonder how that's going to be for him. Have you been able to picture yourself as a possibility in a different uniform after 16 years in green and gold? Or is that an image that until it has to come to that, you can't really even put it in your brain? Yeah, you know, I've, I feel like I've been so fortunate, uh, you know, to not ever have hit free agency. I've always, 
been able to get a deal done with Green Bay, um, you know, before I ever even kind of got to test the market. So I don't even know what that that world looks like. Um, yeah, so for me, until until that day comes, until that moment comes where it's like, all right, free agency's here and I haven't gotten a deal done with Green Bay, I, I don't really try to travel down those roads. Um, it's just, you know, that speculation and all those thoughts, um, you know, it, it just will kind of be – limiting and kind of freezing and uh, you know what I'm actually trying to accomplish and, and build towards so for me my my ultimate goal my ultimate hope would be that obviously Aaron came back and you know I I you know re-signed with the Packers and you know we keep this thing rolling um, you know and you know my hope is that we we have those conversations and uh, you know either way it's uh, whatever happens you know just have good conversations I'm always going to be a Green Bay Packer, regardless if uh, if I end up suiting up in in another jersey, you know, at some point. But uh, you know, this is this has been my home for 16 years, and uh, I can't uh, you know I can't say enough about uh, what this organization has meant to me and my family. So, so just to be clear, because on this show it's been Micah Hyde, Josh Sitton, Randall Cobb, and a bunch of others have said to us after the fact that the Packers came to them during their final season and said, we're not going to be able to re-sign you and let them know ahead of time. That has not, you have not been told that. I have not been told that. No, I, okay. I don't, we haven't had the conversation. Like uh, it's just, you know, there's no chance it's happening. Um, I think, uh, again, I think a lot of it depends on, on Aaron. I think, uh, you know, Aaron comes back. Uh, I, I will say, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like, but um, you know, I would, I would assume we'd have, you know, have conversations and try to figure out how to get, you know, get something done. All right, Mace, I know you've got to get rolling, but I got, oh, well, we all hope that too. Uh, Where do, when you heard about Aaron doing this uh, darkness retreat, is there any part, how long do you think you could do that? You think you could? Is that something, I know you don't want to do it, but how long could you go in that cave and do it? You know, I think I could do it. I think I could do a day. Just uh, you know, I think um, yeah. I've, you know, I've read up a little bit about it, and you know, just thinking about getting like a lot of like sleep and rest and quiet. I mean, I think I think I could do a day where uh, you know it's just like fully immersed in it. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. My my mind would definitely get running crazy if. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd be wanting to go yeah go play golf or uh, you know get out and you know do something like I you know I I could get away from the kids for a day you know that would definitely be uh, something that, uh, that I could be sold on. Go jump in the back of the van and lock it. You're fine. Put it uh, on the I mean, blinds we down. Do have, we do it. Yeah, I need to get like blackout windows in there, and I could just you know make my own little uh, darkness retreat in the back of the van. Uh, well, the last one for me, Mace. Like, what, man, now that, that sounds kind of uh, No, it's really creepy, but it's kind of awesome, too. It's different <laughs> if it's a Sprinter van rather than one of those, like, old Econoline vans that you – there's that's no true. windows in. That's a diff, That's a little bit different. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, am, am I crazy or – Rodgers is a 10 handicap winning the AT&T uh-huh. – he's not a 10. Am I wrong? Yeah, I looked up his, like, when I saw he was a 10, I'm like, I'm seeing that. I didn't know what that, like, I'm like, I'm assuming that's their handicap. So I looked up his index. Yep. And I, like, his last recorded stuff, like, obviously he didn't play a lot of golf, but he was like a three-something. Uh, 
So I, I texted him. I gave I texted him, kind of gave him a hard time. I mean, it's like, I guess in those things, I I, I would think if you had an, an index, regardless of where you live, like that's what your hand, handicap is. But I guess they just asked him how he was feeling, and he said, "I feel about like a you know a 10. That's <laughs> what so it seems like. Oh my so, god! I mean, I, hey, more power to him. He went out there and won the thing. But I mean, I I think yeah, it gives a lot of people ammo that plays you know play golf with him, uh, you know for for what what kind of strokes uh, you know he's going to be trying to get for the for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's just for the record though, next time you play with him, you're not giving him ten. I just that, that's a fair assessment, correct? Well, I don't know. I think I'm gonna. I might. I might give him ten and see if I can go beat him, and then I I can give him even more oh. of a hard time. What a competitor! <laughs> Dude, that's how my that's how my mind works. Yeah, let's see if uh, what a winner. Let's see if he if he's getting ten, then we can go out there and, and kick his butt. But Mason, I don't think I could. I mean, he looked pretty good as a ten. Yeah, he played well for sure. Mason, I, I can't wait for you to come back and talk about how happy you are to still be ba- staying in Green Bay. Uh, Tausch and I appreciate the heck out of you, man. And say hi to Molly and the kids for us. And keep us updated because uh, you know we like having you around here. So good luck in the coming weeks and uh, good luck with your darkness retreat in the back of the van. We'll appreciate it. Yeah, if if or when that happens, um, yeah, we'll we'll jump back on and have some more conversations. Appreciate it. All you. right, buddy. Thank you. That is Packers kicker Mason Crosby, who has never been a free agent like Aaron Rodgers has never been a free agent. We'll see if that changes in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk a little bit about what Mason had to talk about with us coming up next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. My ultimate hope would be that, obviously, Aaron came back and I re-signed with the Packers and, you know, we keep this thing rolling. You know, my hope is that we, we have those conversations and, uh, you know, either way, it's... Uh, Whatever happens, just have good conversations. This has been my home for 16 years, and uh, I can't say enough about what this organization has meant to me and my family. That is Mason Crosby, who just joined us, thanks to him and his Sprinter van. If you missed him, you'll be able to catch him on Wisconsin On Demand, presented by Groove Office's One Call, That's All. Thanks to David and his team for supporting the show and for supporting Wisconsin On Demand. Gruber Lofts is one call, that's all. Uh, Tausch, the real controversial thing that he said, though, has nothing to do with his future or with darkness retreats or with Aaron Rodgers' football play. It has to do with his golf game because if that was an accurate depiction of how he <laughs> ended up with a 10 handicap at Pebble Beach of, oh, what are you feeling like? Uh, I'm feeling about a 10. Uh, Aaron did say on McAfee that they gave him his 10 handicap. I suppose he may have left out the fact that he told them that he was feeling like a 10 before they gave him the 10. Uh, but that's not going to do much to quell controversy about how many strokes he got uh, for no. that tournament. Now, I, I don't care if you're playing uh, some course on the windiest day and it's... Uh, you're hitting off of mountains, whatever else. I've never seen an index go seven points higher. 
If you're a three on an index, the handicap is not going all the way to ten. That was always the point. And listen, Aaron played good. He deserved it. But I'm getting, I'm betting Mason. Yeah, he can talk about being a competitor. I bet on tee boxes with these guys. They're not giving in. You win these matches before you step on the first tee. You don't win it. You obviously have to play on the course, but you win it before. Mace ain't giving Aaron Rodgers ten strokes. Uh, He's just not. Uh, He wants to win. He's going to fight and claw and try to get that number. But, hey, Aaron won. They ain't taking the trophy away. They're not. Is there some controversy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's controversy. Uh, Do you believe in your heart of hearts that Aaron Rodgers and Mason Crosby – will be playing golf together because they're still Packers teammates this season. No. I don't. Neither of them are here, or only the quarterback is here, or only the it's, kicker is that's here. That's not what you asked. I know it isn't. Uh, that is not what you asked. Uh, no, I do. I think they'll still be playing golf, but it'll be like on a retreat when they're just getting A golf ready. retreat. Now that sounds fun for yeah. some. Uh, maybe if you're going to go on a retreat, you could go to Golden, Colorado and taste the mountains of Coors Lights. All that great elevation out there, baby. The drive goes a little bit further, and your beer goes a little bit further. Coors Light brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lagered, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged, so it is made to chill. Had a couple of fun Coors Lights last night, slept like a baby. Beautiful night. Beautiful mountains, and the bottles were blue. That's when I knew the cold-activated bottles and cans were chilled to perfection. So I just always Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We will kick off the 10 o'clock hour with some Brewers talk. So brace yourself for that. The surprise look on Tausch's face indicates he didn't go too far down the show sheet. And I did not. scheduled to appear a Pro Football Hall of Famer to be Joe Thomas slated to join us as well. It's a great day here on Wilde and Tausch. Stick around.